us anymore. Are you ready? Now I'm just getting warmed up. This task was appointed to you. I said I want the truth! I say we take off and loot the entire site from Dodge that. Hello and welcome to the BBFC's podcast. My name is Billy and I am PR and Communications Officer here at the BBFC. And rather than discussing the classification of a specific series or film today, we have a education special. So to start, I will be speaking to our Head of Education, Lucy Brett, who is here to give us a bit of an update on what the education team are currently working on. And then I will be speaking to Matt Lane of Eastside Educational Trust. But first, welcome back, Lucy. It's been a while. Thank you very much for having me back. Fantastic. Um, so what do the education team have planned for the next year? I well, yeah, we're really excited, actually. We've been doing something over the last few months, especially working with younger audiences than we have perhaps in the past, because a lot of our work is with teenagers. Yeah. But we wanted to make sure, especially when you look at the figures and you see how many young people, uh, especially people who are primary school age, are accessing material, watching things, making decisions for themselves sometimes about what they're mm. watching and how. We think it's really important to make sure that that group is supported. And so we've been working with various organisations, including the PSHE Association, to create some resources and information that might help those groups make positive choices. So the resource we've made, which is aimed especially at Key Stage 2, so that's uh, around for us, the sort of PG to 12A group, the kids who, Mm. who are going to be going to see PG films. We've created a pair of lesson plans which we are hoping will launch in the summer and will be available for free for teachers so that they can look in their PSHE lessons which cover sort of how we live and how we think about life and our role in society. They could think about why there might be age ratings in place at all, why would films have those, but also why that's important for them to think about. Lucy, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. But now I am delighted to introduce Matt Lane to the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, And it would be really fantastic if you could give us a bit of insight into the projects that Eastside are currently working on and the organisation as a whole. That would be really great. Thank you very much for having me here. It's a real pleasure to represent Eastside Educational Trust. Um, We really enjoy working with the British Board of Film Classification and we're excited about work that we're doing with you at the moment. Uh, Just to say a bit more about Eastside, we've been running for 24 years, so next year will be another big year for us. Big birthday. (laughs) 25th anniversary, so uh, we're developing some really big ideas for that anniversary year. Um, This year we have a very full programme of work that we do. Our vision really is a world in which all children and young people's creativity is unlocked, nurtured and celebrated. And we do our work with that vision in mind. So we're always pushing towards uh, this idea that every young person has creativity within them. They just need the right conditions and circumstances to be able to unlock that creativity, put it to good use. And then we like to celebrate those efforts together. So we use art, cultural and creativity programmes to find a way in, to start working with young people, Mm. whether they're in primary schools, secondary schools, or young adults. And particularly when we're working in film, TV, and media programs, we do work with young adults because obviously they've developed some of those skills through their teaching at, at secondary school, but they're also beginning to step out into the industry, into careers, and we think they're giving them really good training in technical skills, but also unlocking imaginative ideas is a a really good opportunity for them. So that's how we're working together with 
you at the moment. Yes, and we're delighted to be working with you as well. Um, so uh, just on one of the specific projects that we supported, Project 5050, it's their first year, which is fantastic. Yes. Um, could you give us a bit more insight into the into the project as a whole um, and its sure. aim? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, um, a lot of the clues are in the title. We've called this Project 5050 for a good reason. Um, first of all, we're aiming to assemble 50 young people aged between the ages of 18 and 24 to form a company that represents a very balanced and diverse company of young people who are coming together to make a feature-length film. Um, the idea of 5050s is triggered by the revelations that we've all become aware of in the media about the imbalances that have been revealed within the film and TV industry, but actually across all sorts of industries, nationally and internationally. And we were curious about how that made young people feel as they develop through their education, but take their first steps into exploring employment opportunities. Um, so we decided that a really good way to address the current uh, imbalances that we are learning about more so in, in society was through a film program. Uh, we wanted to develop our relationship with the BBFC and craft something together that would make a statement about um, these current issues in, in society. Um, we know that um, at the current stage, we, we're not big enough an organisation to be able to redress that balance through training up many more diverse young entrants into the film industry, many more young women as such. Uh, but we felt that if we designed a programme that could make a bold statement mm. through ensuring that the 50 young people we uh, recruit represent 50% female, 50% male, mm. um, accurately represent the diversity that exists in our in our capital city which is where Eastside does a lot of the work so yeah. London uh, London wide and then we hand over the creative um, decision making and responsibility to those young people to say look here's what a very balanced film and TV sector could look like 50 young people completely uh, balanced in gender completely reflective of the society that they're coming from from all walks of life all different backgrounds working together to produce a piece of art. Now, to me, that's quite exciting. Um, that um, outcome is undefined at the moment, mm. but we've made a really exciting start. We've recruited some fantastic screenwriters who've spent a weekend with us already exploring ideas. And the theme for the programme was imbalance. So screenwriters are thinking about a world without dot, 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 whether it be nighttime, music, choices, mm. language... They are using these kinds of bold starting points to start penning uh, screenplays and scripts that then they're sharing with each other. And together we're going to be working with uh, four short stories that will weave together to form a longer narrative, which will then be produced as a feature film for sharing as widely as possible. So that's the kind of starting point. That's the journey. And we've just gone and taken our first few steps. So it's a very exciting point. It's fascinating to hear about this because we've already come and met some of the young people you've been working with and seen some of their creative work and what happens when you give people opportunities and sometimes sort of practical things like equipment that work equipment where they can build on the skills they've already developed through their use of their own phone or their own camera and they can produce something really quite professional. Um, but also it was interesting speaking to those people about their thoughts about 50-50 and saying how excited they were by the prospect of creating a new landscape, a new idea, sort of fresh idea. What if we it didn't have to look like this? Exactly. I, I think we as an organisation are constantly, constantly asking ourselves the question, what if? Imagine if things were a bit different. 
imagine if the education system uh, had creative and cultural ideas at the heart of its offer rather than on the margins. So we're constantly asking these kinds of questions ourselves. I think the point that you make around providing young people with resources um, is really important. Um, they've got the ideas. They have no doubt have got the potential to deliver great work and great ideas. And I think they've got a very, very strong moral compass as well as they're growing up at this time. However, they don't always have access to space, to work, to mm. networks of other young people, to high-quality kit, to the time and the guidance to put their ideas into practice and to actually realise an end product. So this programme is helping them do all of those things. We're very fortunate at Eastside that we have our own premises, we have studio spaces, uh, we have meeting rooms, we have uh, state-of-the-art film and TV camera kits, uh, sound equipment. We have an army of 150 creative professionals from across the art forms who are all actually been on a journey where they've started from somewhere and then actually continued, continued, continued and built up their professional network. So part of this is about providing those kind of resources but finding a way in building your network actually building up your own showreel to say that you actually made a feature film aged 18 19 21 22 is quite exciting yeah definitely so um i mean this obviously sounds like it's it's um a really exciting time for you guys so what do you think the impact of projects such as 5050 are going to have on the creative industry i hope that we can reach uh, a wide audience first of all I hope that people will look at this film and come away feeling slightly differently about the world that they live in mm. and also feeling uplifted and inspired by the creative expression of a diverse set of young people so I think artistically I think this programme will give that opportunity to share something important artistically. Um, in terms of what we could learn as a sector, if we can get this in front of the right people, um, decision makers, employers, policy makers, um, film aficionados, then who knows what impact it could have. It might just make that next selection panel, that recruitment choice, a little bit different than it was beforehand, and I think that would be a good thing. So, uh, obviously, Project 5050 sounds really exciting, and we can't wait to hear more about it. But um, So, coming back to the, um, the BBFC education team, um, the session that uh, Lucy gave to um, the filmmakers and trainees uh, previously, what do you think they got out of that at Eastside? I think it was terrific. It was very... Um, I personally was able to attend the session. I really enjoyed experiencing the amount of material that was brought that the young people could look at, respond to, and then discuss with the professional around. So I think having a broader understanding of the whole world of film classification, the amount of output there is year on year, and how, as a filmmaker, you need to think about your audience in a different way was priceless. I think you, we really need to keep communicating those opportunities and that learning pathway. It's influenced the way we put together this programme. Obviously, we've put together um, a treatment guideline for our young screenwriters. We've thought about the age uh, range of our audiences that we want to target. We've asked them to write um, scripts and, and words and phrases that will uh, work with those kind of audience levels. So they're already getting some parameters to hone their creativity and work to a brief. So it, it makes a big difference if something is a 15 or a 12A in terms of how you market and present to audience. So we're, we're thinking about that closely. And to be able to explain the reasons why those choices are important from a professional point of view, I think is is gold dust um, as a young person starts out on their on their professional journey. It was also great for us, um, and it always is when we speak to young 
filmmakers because there are also things that you know we, we might not think about about um, how a director might try to confound an audience on purpose or how um, often it's about things like the knotty issues of theme and tone which mm. can transcend the sort of traditional car- car- category bands you know we can yeah. explain it with examples and show which swear words go where but yes. uh, when it's about did this make you laugh or did this disturb you or mm-hmm. what was the director trying to do or whoever the sound director the the music the um, composer or whatever and it was so interesting to speak to people who were in the middle of making something and they were coming with some very nuanced and specific questions of course many which I could only say well I haven't seen it so I can only guess you know we're not we can't classify <laughs> yeah. um, things that haven't don't exist yet but it's also really refreshing to know the sort of the sort of techniques that people are thinking about because the other thing that struck me when I spoke to the young filmmakers uh, at um, your workshop was their use of things like digital technology and of Mm. course we do age ratings on uh, works on some digital platforms for video on demand and things and it was quite interesting to talk to them as young people consumers voracious consumers of content Mm. about how they made their own choices and they seemed surprised that I was interested because they're not 15 or 12 Mm. they weren't that young so I wasn't thinking of them in terms of just an age rating but sort of us back to the guidelines of course it's not just for children though of course we're very concerned about protecting children it's everybody it's how everybody watches everything so it's really useful to know that what that what that generation that's just leaving school leaving college is thinking what yep. concerns them and it's not necessarily what might concern me or you know my parents or whatever you know we've all or got a child that's much younger than them as well so yeah. it's so nuanced as you say lucy mm. um the last question for you matt what are the projects that you have on the horizon obviously this is really a fantastic and exciting start so is there anything else that we can expect from east side in the future yes um we are um very lucky to have ongoing partnership relationships um not only with bbfc but also with the bfi so we are just um uh, very delighted to announce that we have been awarded another film academy so we'll be running that in the autumn so uh, any young filmmakers out there please get to our website um, www.eastside.org.uk had to get that in there um, but get to our website have a look at the opportunities there we're also developing thinking around a next steps uh, company called Eastside Film Crew where we're looking to develop young people who've been through a training programme with us onto taking the next steps and developing their show reels either through documentary making or short fictional pieces or actually going out and documenting some of the work that Eastside does in schools and communities. So again, if that's something that's of interest to you as a young filmmaker or you as an interested person with friends and family who might be interested in this, please, please do keep an eye on the website. Um, we're celebrating 25th anniversary next year, so we're going to be doing some big project culminations. Um, we're looking to um, grow our network of supporters, friends, um, donors and so forth and make a big splash next year. So um, I think everything will be released on the website within the next two to three months. So do visit us and and drop us a line. We'd love to hear about what you think about this kind of work and we'd love to continue to build our networks. Thank you so much both for coming on the podcast. It's really great to have an update from you. And if you would like to hear more about Eastside, you can go to their website at www.eastside.org.uk. And obviously, with our education team, we have a fantastic set of education resources on our website, and you can find those under the Education Resources tab. If you would like to give us any ideas on what we should be covering on the podcast, you can email us at podcast at bbfc.co.uk or tweet us at bbfc. Thanks for listening, and we will be back soon with more insight into the BBFC classifications from past and present. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.